11.04 on a Wednesday morning with Stephen McIver, producer Brian and Louie in the house around New Zealand and on the SEN app in Australia. You can listen on the SENZ app as well if you're, you're cruising around because that's always a little bit of fun. Snapped up by the boss uh, from Flexies, the son of a Kiwi summer as well, Kiwi band. Uh, look him up on all your musical platforms. Uh, the boss could be the waves actually at the moment because they're running the 61st edition of the New Zealand Surfing Champs at St. Clair and Dunedin, and Ben Kennings joins us right now. Morning, Ben. Morning, Stephen. How are you? Mate, I am good. What's the uh, weather like and the surf conditions? It's it's St. Clair right now. Yeah, well, actually, we've got quite, uh, we've got an extremely strong wind today, and it forced us to move about 10 minutes down the coast to a beach called um, Blackhead, so it's just over the headland there from St. Clair, and conditions are really good. We've got like a one and a half metre swell, uh, waves are well overhead, nice offshore winds, and um, got a, uh, all of New Zealand's best young surfers out there giving it a shot in the preliminary rounds today. Yes, I know it's uh, junior boys and girls, so I want to take a step back for a moment. It's almost, dare I say, a step back in time. It's day four, but you've had seniors, and I mean seniors like never before. Now, I'm re- reading John Gisby claims the over-70s men's division. What is going on? Is, is this a new... I mean, he was up against a fellow surfer, Ben Hutchings. He's 78 and still surfing. What gives? Was this by demand? Yeah. Um, yeah. Two, I, I guess two parts to it. One, by demand. And two, it's just recognition of our old surfers and the the people that participate in our sport that are that old and still giving it a crack. And there are a bunch of 70-year-olds around the country that give surfing a go. I believe there's a few 80-year-olds as well. Um, not all of them compete, but this week, John Gisby was the one that came out on top and actually secured his 40th title. So, pretty amazing feat. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Did you just say 40th title? Yeah, 40th title. Uh, they've all come in the senior men's division, so from over 30s through to over 70s. Uh, and he's pretty proud of it too. He's um, he's sort of he's one of those uh, sportsmen that keeps every little record, every paper clipping, um, every result, and he's got them all dialed. So he reminds you. Now, now, how important is it to have these surfers in the ecosystem of of surfing with all those groms hanging around? Yeah, well, for us, it's really important. So uh, this is the one event where uh, those older guys do compete with the younger kids and participate. Um, Often we'll have a junior event, which is up to the age of 18, then we'll have all the top surfers in New Zealand at an open event, and then you may get a master's event or a longboard event, but this one combines all the divisions, so 26 in total this week. Now, uh, you've got to ask the question about, uh, you mentioned longboards. Are the older ones riding longboards? Uh, well, in that particular one, in the over 70s, no, they didn't. But we do have a longboard division, and that does uh, bring out a lot of the older surfers as well. That was completed yesterday. And and uh, who picked up that one? Can you tell us? Who yeah, you... uh, well, it, actually, it wasn't an older surfer that, that won. It was a, a 17-year-old from Christchurch by the name of Jack Tyro, uh, our top longboarder at the moment. He represents New Zealand overseas. He's 
competed in World Surf League events. So uh, amazing result for him yesterday and just carrying on um, a burgeoning young career that he has. Hey, hey Ben, is there a kneeboard, a kneeboard section? Yes, we had the kneeboards on the first day of the event this year, so on Sunday. And this year it was won by Makino Skelton from Taranaki. So uh, quite a, a strong kneeboarding province down in Taranaki. Um, Travelled down and, yeah, he he, was, he came out the victor. What are numbers like for the championship this year? Because I'm always intrigued. Because surfing's one of those sports you just don't know how popular it is until you see the summer. Yeah, and and to be honest, the majority of surfers, are recreational surfers, they're out there for fun, surfing in summer or every weekend or after work during um, daylight savings. Uh, at this event, we've got 350 entries, so uh, a very strong number and about as much as we can fit in across the seven-day period. Um, but yeah, if you uh, check out all the popular beaches around, you know, during summer, it's um, pretty crazy. The amount of people that are out in the water. Look, this is the ninth time it's been staged in Dunedin. I'm just, I've, I didn't know Sinclair was actually a surfing beach. What sort of surf does it produce? Yeah, it's a, a standard beach break. Um, so you, you get a, a lot of similar waves around New Zealand. There's a few rocky outcrops there. It does have a right-hand point break off the end, which on its day can be really nice as well. But in general, just a standard beach break. Um, and waves breaking up and down the beach. So uh, nothing amazing, but it's the size and the consistency that allows us to run the event here in Dunedin. Ah, okay, because my producer, Louis, has been making hand signals saying, no, it it produces big waves. Does it produce big waves? Yeah, it certainly does. Yeah, it produces big waves in the whole Otago Peninsula and the Catlins. That's where the biggest waves in New Zealand have been ridden. Not so much at St. Clair, but uh, these other sort of Secret spots, I guess you could call them, Stephen. Um, <laughs> not, t- not telling, those, not telling. Yeah, well, th- those that want to go and chase it, by all means, go for broke, but it's uh, not most people's cup of tea. Well, okay, so when you talk big waves in this country, what's a big wave? Oh, I guess it depends who you are, but really, you, you know, you're getting up around that three or four metres, uh, what they'd call 20 foot, and that's probably oh, like four or five times overhead. Um, that, that big and usually from those winter storms that roll under New Zealand, give us snow, it's the cold, um, you're battling all the elements but um, man, there's there some pretty massive waves down this uh, part of the world. I need you to teach me something, you know, we do sport and I've done it for a lot of years but I've never understood the scoring with surfing. How do you score, yep. uh, how do you score a good ride? Yeah, it's a, well, it's a subjective sport and uh, that brings about all sorts of challenges but a wave is scored out of 10 points and it's to do uh, with the surfer's speed, uh, their power through the turns that they do and the flow between turns, so speed, power and flow um, and where they do those turns on the wave, you know, you can race out onto the shoulder where it's sort of fat and slopey and that's not very critical so you actually want to do the turns right by where uh, the wave's dumping over, for want of a better term. Do that, and you're going to impress the judges, and you're going to get a 10-point ride. Oh, so, so it's all about the balance of knowing when it's going to dump. So you've got to, it's sort of that, that in-between point. I mean, and the ride, what, lasts, what, 10, 15, 20 seconds? Oh, yeah, at, at most, probably, at St. Clair Beach. Um, a lot of them will be 10-second uh, rides. Um, and, and you're right, it's uh, as much as you're surfing against 
three other participants in the water and the top two go through, so you, you are surfing against another surfer, but ultimately you're surfing against the ocean, so you're identifying the best waves, working out where you should be sitting, um, paddling back out, not quite like um, skiing and snowboarding when you go up a chairlift, you actually got to paddle back out, go into the waves and get out the back, so it's actually quite taxing. Um, but, yeah, um, I don't know if you talk to any surfer or if you can tell by my uh, enthusiasm, we all love it. <laughs> I don't know whether it was enthusiasm for having to paddle up or just going, nah, that's what we do. That's what, Just do yeah. it because it's part of the deal. <laughs> yeah, it is part of the deal. I, I, I was just looking. How, how popular has uh, stand-up paddleboarding become? And, um, and the to championships on- too. Yeah, yeah. So, to be honest, it, it's kind of... Uh, I'd hate to say it, but it kind of peaked a little bit, probably about eight years ago, eight to ten years ago, mm-hmm. and it became really popular. Um, there's still a lot of stand-up paddlers around that surf in the waves, but now you'll find a lot of paddleboarders in the harbours and you're using them just as a recreational activity to go out and do some fitness, and that's awesome. Um, surfing-wise, uh, we didn't have too many numbers at this year's event, but... It was Kaikota surfer Alan Timuananui that uh, dominated the men's and a young Gisborne girl by the name of uh, Stella Smith, who's outstanding on the stand-up paddleboard and on a shortboard as well. She won the uh, women's division. You've got the juniors today. Who are the names that we should be looking forward to hearing tomorrow when we get an update from you? Yes, uh, we've got, I think, all, I think we've got 11 of our New Zealand junior surfing team members here, and they've just come back from Brazil, so they're going to be hard to beat. I think that, you know, you've been over at an international competition, it really um, lifts your game a bit. Um, so the likes of Teo Māori, Pia Rogers, uh, Leah Miller, Alexis Owen, he's the young local surfer here in Dunedin, he's going to be hard to beat, he surfs this place all the time. Um, so that's probably four of the top kids that we'll be looking out for throughout today and tomorrow. Now, it would be remiss of me not to talk about the Olympics because it's an Olympic sport now. And uh, I was hearing Billy Stammer wants to have another crack at it. Who else is out there uh, when the seniors take or the open class take to it tomorrow that you were, you were thinking, yeah, that we could see another Olympic surfer or they may push harder? Yeah, so Billy's joined by Gisborne surfer Safi Vetti. So those two are the ones that have qualified for Paris 2024. Uh, and then outside of that, we've got uh, Paige Harab's not here at this event, but she's looking to qualify via the World Surfing Games, which are held at the end of February. Uh, then we've got uh, Caleb Cutmore, Taylor Hutchison from Raglan. I've uh, got defending national champion Dune Kennings, um, Elliot Pairata Reid from Piha, who is a standout and competes internationally. So, those are the guys and girls that are sort of looking to get into the New Zealand team first and foremost, and then go to Puerto Rico in February and try and qualify for Paris. Ben, I'm interested to know how much it now being an Olympic sport has changed the way some of your top servers think about what they need to do on a year-by-year basis. Yeah, uh, interesting. It's certainly um, new to us. We've been through one cycle. This will be our second Olympics. Uh, It is creating a realisation that there is a high-performance pathway for surfing and that that is now supported by High Performance Sport NZ and also the New Zealand Olympic Committee. So uh, that's been really good. And and with that support, um, 
they're sort of they're sort of showing us the way and hey this is this is how you need to structure a campaign this is how you need to structure your individual performance plans and slowly but surely uh, what we talk about is turning surfers into athletes um, we all like to be surfers but if you want to compete at that top echelon you need to be an athlete and that's that's the process we're going through. Yeah, does that include now maybe bringing in new technology on offer from NZOC and high performance to to see how a surfer can be better on the board and read waves and, and all that that goes with it? Yeah, it's uh, we do a lot of video analysis now as well, so um, similar programs to most other sports where you can um, side-by-side screen, uh, one of the top surfers in the world, compare it to you and see where the body positioning and what have you is. Uh, I think a lot of the games is, are also made by uh, training on land, so the mental side of it and the physical side of it uh, in the gym and realising, um, I guess, your biomechanics and working through that type of thing, which surfers have probably not neglected but haven't focused on as much because we all like to just go out and surf and get as much water time as possible. Yeah, completely. The one thing about I love about surfing, it's probably a little bit like surf life saving. It's a wonderful community and I'm sure one of the one of the big prizes is to be the club champions. Yeah, it is. Uh, and at the moment Raglan Raglan's point board riders are the board rider club champions and there's some really strong clubs in this country. Obviously, the local club here, South Coast Boardriders, based at St. Clair Beach. Uh, we've got Bay Boardriders at Mount Monganui, very strong. And then we've got uh, a couple of clubs in Taranaki. New Plymouth Surfriders is probably their strongest. So if you're going to put, you know, probably pick a final four, they're, they're the ones that are going to be battling it out for that top club award. All righty, mate. Uh, so just to remind us again, what beach are you at today? Yep, we're at Back Be- uh, Black, sorry, Blackhead Beach, which is about 10 minutes south of St. Clair Beach. And then tomorrow, we're probably a 50-50, just depends on what this wind does with the storm that's coming over us, whether we're here again on Thursday or we go back to St. Clair Beach. All right, well, mate, we look forward to catching up with you at 11 o'clock tomorrow or thereabouts just to update us what's going on. Do you actually get the chance to get in your water yourself, Ben? Uh, I did for the two days prior to the event, and I had one surf after day one. But, yeah, that might be it for me this week. We'll see how we go. How's the form? Oh, a bit rusty. It wasn't much surf over the festive season, so it was a lot of eating and relaxing. Okay. So not enough so uh, action. Does, does that mean longboard? <laughs> Yeah, not longboard, but uh, <laughs> I, did, I did go out and give it a go. And I, I don't know, you come to... An event like this, and you actually get inspired by all the top surfers and everyone, you know, probably testing themselves out against anyone. And if, if you're uh, any sort of any way inclined to be competitive, well, then you're in that mix and trying to push your surfing. Good, man. I appreciate the time, Ben. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Awesome. Thank you, Stephen.